Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. My name is Tyler and I'm the sales manager here at Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Ben Cleary Corradini, co-founder and director of Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers. Listen as Ben discusses taking the world by storm with their innovative gnocchi-focused franchise starting from humble beginnings, the mindset of success and how the Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers model sets you up to win and a breakdown of their progressive multi-pronged franchise model and how they can utilize cloud kitchens. Keep listening to discover more. Joining us today, we have Ben Cleary Corradini, the co-founder and director of Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers. Ben, thank you so much for speaking with us today. How are you? Well, I'm very well, thanks, Tyler. Thanks for having me. Excellent. I'm very excited. Very excited indeed. I've got some questions here for you, Ben, that our uh, lovely listeners are interested in getting some meaty answers to. First and foremost, what is the culture like there at Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers, and how is it different from other organizations? Well, the way we would describe ourselves as far as culture goes is that we're extremely passionate about Italian food. We're, we're a bold business. We're proudly different and innovative in what we offer. We're incredibly welcoming to customers and we have got a really great level of camaraderie between our staff. We back each other up, treat each other like a family. Our culture really does go back to the way we started the business. So Theo and I we started Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers in a very, very humble setting. We started selling our gnocchi for lunch at farmer's markets in Brisbane every Wednesday. So at the markets, we really learned how to hustle, how to sell, how to build a team and a brand from nothing into a local cult following. So that hustle factor is the thing that I really think is different from other organizations. No matter what challenge we're faced with, we've been able to adapt and grow the business and not be scared to be bold and, and offer something a little bit different to the market. Excellent. Yeah, so not, not afraid to be bold. I love the name, Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers. Obviously, you and Theo are brothers, correct? We're actually brothers to different mothers. We're just best mates, so we're not <laughs> we're not blood brothers. Um, but yeah, there's two of us, Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers, I and mean, it's just got a lovely ring to it. People tend to really remember it when you say the name twice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, food so nice, they named it twice. Fantastic. It's certainly one of my favorite dishes uh, or gnocchi carbonara whenever I head out and I'm always uh, very upset when gnocchi isn't on the menu. What kind of products and services does Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers offer and, and how are they unique from other businesses in the industry? I mean, the name says it all, but uh, I'd love to hear it come out of your mouth, Ben. Yeah, exactly. Like If you think about the industry that we operate in, that's the quick service restaurant industry. When you think about that, there's a lot of brands out there that offer, you know, pizza, chicken, burgers, burritos. We're proudly different. We're carving out a bold position in the Italian sector and offering gnocchi. So gnocchi is very unique from what other businesses are offering. It's that dish that's a little bit too difficult to prepare at home, but at the same time, it's delicious, nutritious, affordable, and it travels really, really well with takeaway and delivery. So the product itself is different. We also think that we offer a different business model than other competitors in that we have three different formats that we offer, a fully licensed restaurant, you know, your, your bar as well as the restaurant and dining customers. We've also got a takeaway focused location and we've got this new concept, which is the cloud kitchen that's becoming more and more popular. And that's just a hole in the wall, pick up and go operation that's usually a one or two person affair. So different in that we offer a product that's different. We offer a business model that's suitable for different types of personality traits. And we're also able to have multiple revenue streams as a result. So we've worked really hard to not only factor for the, the dine-in and takeaway market, 
but also build a good business in private party catering, in supplying large corporates and workplaces. And we're very proud to become a supplier of choice for some of the AFL teams and the local sporting teams as well. Yeah, beautiful. I think you uh, you touched on this earlier in, in your last question, but uh, obviously the business's uh, inception comes from very humble beginnings. How has the business grown since you first started and what professional milestones can you point out that the brand has achieved so far? Yeah, you're right. Like We grew from a very humble beginning. It was just the two of us. We grew organically. So every dollar we made, we put back in the business for the first two years. Now, six, seven years later, we've got 50 staff. We've got five restaurants across Brisbane, Gold Coast, yeah. Sydney. We've also got a dedicated gnocchi and sauce production factory. So we keep control of that product. Plus, we run events division which trades at major festivals of around the country so that really does help us fly the gnocchi gnocchi brothers flag and we're also opening a location in melbourne next month so that's pretty exciting so we love staying busy we love being active and getting the brand out there professionally from a milestone perspective when afl teams come to us and they ask for their gnocchi fix before and after games whenever they play brisbane that's that's a major <laughs> win for us so which, uh, which teams in particular are powered by the Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers? They're all the winning teams. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, Ben. Now, you've mentioned, Ben, a couple of times here the idea of the, uh, the cloud kitchen. So I think that'll come into this next question that I have for you. What are the costs involved when you look to start up a Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers franchise? And, and what does that include? And I guess for, from your perspective, Ben, given the different modes that your business can take, that might take on something different for, uh, for each franchisee. Yeah, it does. So there's a few things that are standard and there's the one thing that's different. So the standard things are the initial franchise fee, regardless of which format you choose. It's 50,000 plus GST. And what that includes is the rights to a particular territory. We help you with the site selection and lease negotiation with the landlord before we start the fit out. We provide you with all the training you need, both the franchisee business management training, as well as the general manager operational training. We recruit that starting team for you. We stay with them for the first month of trade. And we also provide ongoing business support for the business. So that's the initial franchise, 50 grand. Then the fit out cost. So as you've just mentioned, it's, it's very dependent on the type of format. So to give you an idea, it could be between 50 to 150 if it's already a pre-existing restaurant. And we've done a lot of refurbishments, if you like, and that's usually the money between 50 and 150. If it's an empty shell, you're looking more at the 250 to maximum 300 mark for a shop fit out. So in total, you have to have access to at least 100 to maximum 300K to be part of the Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers business. And then, you know, um, if you'd like, I could talk about the, the ongoing costs, but, but they're the two major startup costs. Yep, yep. They're the startup costs. That's that's understandable. And I think that I mean, your your business essentially is uh, is a is a restaurant type business, a food business. Like you said, it's quick service food. I guess people that are looking at that industry in general, they're uh, they're not shy about the fact that there is typically a, a large startup cost based on the fact that they need specialized equipment. And and your business, depending on which mode they go through, isn't necessarily too much different from that perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The difference for us is, you know, I would encourage franchisee and the listeners out there to really shop around when they're in the food sector and look at other startup costs and fit-out costs for, for major brands. 
you know, 300K and below is quite competitive. Yeah, no, absolutely competitive for sure. So maybe you would you would say, uh, go and have a look at the rest and then come to Noki Noki Brothers because they're the best. <laughs> I, I love it. I've got to get you into our marketing team. I love it. <laughs> No, perfect. Ben, we're touching on uh, the idea of when, when they come in as a, as a franchisee, what kind of business support can you uh, sort of detail out that comes from head office for these franchisees? Obviously, you talked a little bit more about uh, the management and the, and the business structure and, and that. What else is it that people can expect from head office as support? Yeah, so there's all that initial stuff and that initial stuff is very important. So that's the training before you open the doors and that's in one of our existing sites. And that's alongside one of our general managers. So that's, that's really important. Also importantly, we, we train that initial starting team, team that generally stays with you for the first year of business. And obviously there's churn in that. We can't excuse that. But ongoing support, we meet monthly as a management team. So each of the store managers and franchisees get together monthly and we, we discuss the upcoming initiatives that we've got, any issues we're facing. And we also do a one-on-one quarterly business review where that's focused on making sure that you're running the businesses as efficiently and effectively as possible. So we are really here to support and guide, help franchisees prosper. We're not a massive brand, but we're not yet anyway. So what it means is we really, really care about these first few franchisees that come on board and, and then the ones after that because we need to. We need them to be successful. We need to support them as much as possible so our brand continues to grow strongly. Excellent. Yeah, so Ben, I, I would say that it's very important for a network to have that kind of mindset, that family kind of mindset. Obviously, it's a, a classic example of one person's success is good for everybody's success. You know, a rising tide raises all boats. And I guess for from your perspective, Ben, it's uh, Nyoki Nyoki Brothers by name and Nyoki Nyoki Brothers by nature. Everyone is sort of inherently becoming a part of that growing family, that growing network. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And I'd also add to that and just say, you know, new franchisees sometimes don't know what they don't know. Mm. Being part of a franchise network and one that really backs, you know, family and supporting each other is very important. And it's a big advantage for someone coming into the group because we take care of them, we we teach them, we guide them, and there's no silly questions. Yeah, beautiful. I guess on that frame of mind there, Ben, uh, what considerations, many have already been discussed in generalities, but what considerations would you recommend that a franchisee should perhaps look into or, or make reference to before heavily considering franchising with Nyoki Nyoki Brothers? Well, they need to know that they're the right type of candidate and right type of person and personality, I suppose. We really thought very well about our business. You know, For the first five years, we were building up, we were fine-tuning it. What we need is we need people to follow the proven system and we need people to help us grow that system and grow teams around them and replicate it and replicate it. If you're a person with respect, if you're a person that's super creative and you naturally like to challenge the status quo, then perhaps franchising isn't your thing. Maybe it's better about your own business concepts. With respect, I say that. We really want people to come in and to be the leader in their team that shows people Yes, this system works. Let's follow it. Let's build it. Let's let's continue to build this brand and, and let's let's build another one after the first one. So that's the first thing. You need to be ready to follow the system. The second thing is it is a long-term commitment. So we're talking about five to seven years. So what we do to make sure that that person really understands what they're getting into is we offer them one week of in-store training before they even contemplate whether they want to go ahead and sign up. So they're exposed to the different elements of the business. 
So if you do want that security and peace of mind to be your own boss and you're the type of person that you think can follow a structured and well-thought-out system, then yes, Knock Knock Brothers Franchising is a great opportunity both from a business perspective and also to be part of that team and that growing brand. Yeah, beautiful. I, I think what you touched on there is very important uh, from a mindset of a possible franchisee and in that uh, if you're not interested in being coachable, if you're not interested in understanding a, a curated system that has been uh, proven to work, if you can't put that into practice, then uh, I think franchising in general is, isn't necessarily where you're at. But uh, yeah, it's good to see that you stand behind and uh, you know, I'm not surprised when you stand behind the fact that you've created that system that you've been able to prove over the last half a decade and that there's a reason why this model is going to continue to grow and continue to work. And uh, and I think Australia's going to be very excited to see more gnocchi gnocchi franchises uh, popping up all over the place. I guess following on from that though, Ben, I'd love to know if you can give us some insight on some of the common challenges that uh, your franchise partners uh, are facing or have faced and how it is that the uh, business model and head office in particular uh, helps to, I suppose, sedate those challenges or, or help to fix those issues. Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, in hospitality everybody knows that there's staff shortages. That's challenge number one. Getting into new business, even if you've been in a managerial role, line manager role, being able to manage your cash flows and budget is, is challenge number two. And number three, I think it's a sign of the times. It's a tough economic environment for a lot of people. So that goes back to how does our product appeal to people as an essential feed as opposed to a discretionary spend? I'll just talk about those three challenges. So staff is we, you know, not often, but sometimes you need to fill gaps at very short notice. So franchisees that are well-versed in different roles in the business that can basically jump in and operate at different roles are the ones that really prosper because they're the most self-sufficient and they can jump in where they need to if there is the staff shortages. So that's, that's challenge number one. We've made the roles and the work design super simple, right? It's not that it's simple, it's just we've really designed and engineered that process so that, you know, anyone with the right training can get in there and do that particular role. So that's the staff shortage issue. The second issue I want to talk about is your financial management, right? So we're lucky enough to have a very good group bookkeeper and a very, very good group accountant that loves teaching people about financial management and the budgeting cash flow management that you must do as a business owner. So a lot of people come into business with all the, you know, the motivation, but they don't know how to run the books. And that's something that will get them in trouble after the first BAS is due. So we teach you how to do that. And then the third thing I'm really, really proud about is our model works in an economic downturn that we're in now. People need to eat, right? It's tough economically, but people still need to eat. They're not going to go and eat at a super fancy restaurant as often as they would have before but they're going to eat out if they're getting a pasta dish for under 20 bucks, which is what we offer. They get to a takeaway if it's around $15, $16, which is what we offer. So we've thought really hard about what is the pricing ceiling that we must stay under and we've stayed under there. And lastly, I just want to point out that the really good franchisees are those that drive the business and think about what should we do if we have a quiet night. So for example, the other month, Jerry, our franchisee up here in Brisbane, he was having quiet Tuesdays and, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays typically for hospitality are quiet. What did he do? He created this concept of sip, paint and gnocchi, which are fantastic. So he, he sells, instead of just gnocchi, he sells an art class over two glasses of wine and a gnocchi for $75. Been super popular. And that's just some really creative thought. And we work together as a team, franchisee and franchisor, to come up 
this idea of creating demand when there's those lows which are inevitable in hospitality. So yeah, th- those are the sort of like the four or five things I can really think about and how our business model has responded to them. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's um, a really unique example, Ben, of, uh, of a creative solution coming up for what is essentially a, a mundane, everyday kind of problem. Not an everyday, but a Monday, Tuesday kind of problem. And it's very cool to hear that as a head office, as, as a master franchisor, you were helpful and, and I guess helping to pioneer and uh, nurture that creativity of this particular franchisee. And uh, who knows, those are the kinds of ideas that may very well uh, proliferate throughout the network. And I guess an open door policy would be uh, something that you're obviously interested in hearing what kind of solutions your franchisees are going to be putting forward and uh, where there is a good idea it sounds like you're very open to, to to seeing where that goes. Yeah, exactly. Particularly when it comes to marketing, creating demands. With operationally, it's a different story. We've thought about that. Like we've thought it through so many times. But as far as creating demand, building market, building brand, absolutely open to work with creative thoughts from franchisees. Following on from that and talking about a little bit earlier how we said, you know, franchising isn't necessarily for everyone in general, um, what kind of person would you say this business suits in particular? What kind of personalities, personality traits, what kind of characteristics might they have? What kind of a, a working background might they have coming into the Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers Network? Yeah, very good question. So importantly, they don't need to have any cooking experience per se. They need to be passionate about hospitality and customer service. They need to want to be a hands-on owner-operator. We will not take investors in the business that just want to have you know, uh, something on the side. We want owner-operators. And, and that's the reason why we've kept the costs down low because we want to attract that person. We understand where they come from, right? We want people that are willing to learn the commercial aspects of the business. So have that commercial acumen or have the willingness to learn it. They need to be leaders. So they need to lead by example and have very good managerial skills. And of course, they need the strong work ethic and the and just the positive attitude in general. So they're the types of attributes. As far as the personality traits goes, the cool thing about Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers and the models that we've got is, you know, that full service licensed restaurant model I talked about before would do more the extroverted person that wants to be that, you know, front of house maitre d'. Maybe the more introverted person that still has a really strong work ethic that's a cook that doesn't want to have the so much people contact, customer contact, that takeaway model or that cloud kitchen model would work for them. So we don't want to discount people based on their personality types. We'd rather say, okay, well, this model perhaps will work for you in this location. So our strategy is really to find franchisees that are available to to run the different locations. Yeah. And I think from that perspective, uh, the idea of the training, the idea of, you know, when someone comes to you as a franchisee, assuming that they're going to be successful, you're able to look and say, well, you know, perhaps this is the kind of model that might work better for you, or maybe you're going to be able to flourish from this perspective. You know, your outside, uh, your outside or outgoing nature is going to serve you very well in uh, in front of house, uh, maitre d', like you said, and or maybe just identifying the fact that they are more head down, bum up, uh, nose in the books, making sure that everything from an operational standpoint is, is working well. Both sides of the coin could very well be a successful Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers franchisee, but at the end of the day, it's up to them and you and to, to cultivate that possible strong and burgeoning business. Yeah, absolutely. And, and some of those those aspects that you just touched on would also set people up to be that multi-store manager. They're managing the business, they're then able to look at the second opportunity as opposed to people that 
but that honestly, they just want to be a cook. They just want to do their job. They want to do that, but they've got a little bit of business now to them. They'd be good just as a one-store location. That, that other type of person that really wants to make something significant and build something for themselves and their family, they could be that second and third franchisee location operator. Ben, I did want to ask you though, while I think about it, we touched on some of the creative ideas that you know might help a franchisee with uh, some of those slower nights and, and how that might work. I guess from head office's perspective, from yourself and Theo, what kind of future can you see Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers producing? What what kind of goals are you looking to achieve? What kind of elements are on the horizon that uh, is coming from head office? Very exciting horizon. Our mission is to be the world's favourite destination for gnocchi lovers. First things first, we really want to focus on building the Australian business. We want to aim to open 30 stores within the next five years through franchising, and that's something that we want your listeners to to come on board with once we've built up the australian brand we do want to go international but here in australia we want to build a lovable brand we want to be the recognized leader in italian quick service restaurant space and that's a niche that we've already started to move in that we really want to cement our position in and most importantly we want to bring joy to to people through gnocchi both the people that we feed and and those that choose to work with us yeah yeah perfect and um I guess, uh, personally, I have a question for you, Ben. Uh, What is your favorite gnocchi dish? (laughs) My favorite is the spicy cherry tomato and black olive dish because it's it's the type of dish that just reminds me of, you know, the sauce that my nonni used to make for us. It's it's beautiful and and rich, and all of our sauces, for that matter, are are home-style sauces, but the spicy cherry tomato and black olive is my personal favorite. Mm, that's uh, That sounds wonderful. I'm sure uh, your nonna would be very happy to hear that. Um, ben, what advice would you offer to someone looking to become a Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers franchisee? Uh, you know, what is the best way for them to get started? So to start with, I would say definitely research us. Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers in Google, we've got a full website showing our menu, showing our story. We've also got in that website a franchisee section that talks about current franchise opportunities. So first of all, do some research. Secondly, I would encourage you to come and visit our stores, get a feel for us, taste our delicious gnocchi. And if you like what you experience, then we certainly want to talk with you further. We've got a very structured process we go through in recruitment. So the first step is basically to lodge your expression of interest, and that could be through Eden Exchange or via our website. And then once you lodge that expression of interest, we'll be in touch with you and we'll take you through the process and hopefully be on the way to, to welcome you into our gnocchi family. That's beautiful. I think you're right there. It, uh, given the type of product it is, it would be a, a good idea to come down, take a bite and uh, make sure that you enjoy exactly what it is you might be looking to sell. Thank you so much, Ben, for speaking to us this afternoon. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you today. You're very welcome, Tyler. Thanks very much for your time. No worries. Ben, I look forward to uh, to coming down to one of your restaurants uh, sooner rather than later, especially the one here in Melbourne. Very excited. But uh, other than that, uh, you have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks very much. Ciao, ciao. And that's all we have time for today. Now, for everyone listening to this podcast who would like to know more about this opportunity or kickstart the franchise process, just click the button below to submit your interest. And the team at Eden Exchange will get in touch as soon as possible to set you on your franchise journey. For more opportunities like this one, head to our website and check out the latest franchises and businesses for sale. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Ben Cleary-Corradini, 
the co-founder and director of Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers. To find out more about Ben and the Gnocchi Gnocchi Brothers franchise, or to discover other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our website at www.edenexchange.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at Eden Exchange for latest updates, news, and opportunities in Australia's trusted business marketplace. Thanks for listening.